Good morning on this Sunday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We are still reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, verse 16. This is the last of the versions of the Bible that we are going to read the text from. It says, So from this moment on, I do not estimate anybody by the standard of outward appearances. Although I once did estimate Christ by this standard, I do not do so any longer. Paul was simply stating that we are not to know anybody simply by the world's standards. We are to know them in a more deeper and profound way, which is actually revealed by the Holy Spirit in our lives. Many times you're by somebody and you just feel like, well, you know, they're, they're different. Uh, somehow or another, I, 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 I know it's something within me, but something is bearing witness with me about this person, only to find out that they are Christians. It is at that point that truly we are being led and taught that we are to know people under this condition where they are believers because we have been revealed that by the Holy Spirit. Not so much because of the outward appearances. Now we have quite a bit in the scripture that says about this. So that's what we're going to enter in today. And we're going to cover in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 7. This is very familiar to many people. And this is of course when David was going to be selected by Samuel to be anointed king. And he went to the house of Jesse. And all his sons were there lined up except for David that was out there tending the sheep. And when Samuel uh, came and looked on him, he thought, oh, well, this one looked like he might be a good king. Uh, you know, look at, look at the way he looks, uh, the, the way he, he, he is physically built. But yet the Lord told him, but the Lord said unto Samuel, not, do not look on the, his countenance nor on his height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Let's look at it from another translation. But Jehovah said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance, or on his height or stature. For I have rejected him. For Jehovah seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh at the outward appearance, but Jehovah looketh the heart. Here's another translation. But the Lord told Samuel, Don't think of Elab is the one just because he is tall and handsome. He isn't the one I have chosen. People judge others by what they look like. But I judge people by what is in their heart. Notice the emphasis is God looks at the heart. And that is how we are to know people, by the heart. Therefore, we can never truly judge anybody by any appearance of the outward nature or man. Simply because the scripture says, for with the same measure that we judge others, we're going to be judged also. But instead we wait on God and let Him reveal. Now, this also is on very wavy, shaky ground because a lot of people have a spirit of suspicion. Uh, 
in other words, they look for something wrong in anyone and in everybody except themselves. And this is not what we are talking about. We're talking about God truly letting it, letting His Spirit bear witness without with our spirit concerning things that are pertinent to the will of God. Let's look at another translation. And Jehovah said unto Samuel, Look not unto his appearance and unto his height of stature, for I have rejected him, for it is not as man seeth. For man looketh at the eyes, but Jehovah looks at the heart. Now, in the New Testament, we have something similar. In the book of 1 John, in chapter 3, in verse 1 and 2, it says, Behold. And both times, it uses the word, uh, it, it uses the word behold. What manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Now, the word there that we had used in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5, in verse 16, to know, we know no man, that that word was a different word than the word that uh, to know Christ. Well, we don't know him, but only after, we don't know him after the flesh anymore, but after the spirit. And that is the, that is the word gnosis that I had mentioned before. So let's look at it in this manner and in this fashion. Because we are the sons of God, the world does not know us. It does not gnosis. In other words, it doesn't have a perfect knowledge of us. It judges us according to our past, are according to our old nature, according to the old man. And they truly cannot know us because they don't receive the things of God. And it says, because they knew him not. Once again, the same word is used. The world cannot truly ever get to know us, and they can never truly get to know Christ either. Why? Because it's impossible for the natural man to receive the things of the Spirit. It says in verse 2, Beloved, now are we the sons of God. It does not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, and this one time the word know there uh, is not the word gnosis, is not the word that we know someone absolutely in that word and that sense. Absolutely because of the Spirit of God. But it says that when He shall appear, we shall be like Him, and we shall see Him as He is. Now, John had a startling revelation. You have to remember, John saw Jesus, and I'm going to be very careful how I word this. John saw Jesus in many forms. In many settings. He saw Jesus die on the cross. He saw Jesus perform the miraculous. He saw Jesus raised and resurrected from the dead. He saw Jesus on the Mount of Transfiguration along with Elijah and Moses. 
and the glory that he had before, he saw him. And of course, Peter and John and James, you know, they all fell down when they heard that voice. Uh, Peter talks about it later uh, in one of the epistles of his about having seen that glory. But notice, John saw Jesus in another form. And, and like I said, I'm be, being very careful when I say another form. Uh, it's the same thing as, as you can take water. It can be liquid. You can take ice. It's still water, but it's in a frozen state. And then you can take vapor, uh, which is in a gaseous state, but yet it's still water. So here, Jesus in the flesh, born of a woman, Jesus died as a man on the cross. Jesus was raised by the glory of the Father, by the Spirit of the Father, by the Spirit of God. He was raised from the dead. Jesus was seen by these individuals on that mountain. But now in the book of Revelation, in chapter 1, verse 9, John sees Jesus again, unlike how he had ever seen him before. Remember, Paul did not have that privilege that John had. Paul received a direct revelation from Jesus Christ himself. Jesus appeared to him in that vision on the road to Damascus. Jesus appeared to him when he revealed the gospel. Paul was caught up into heaven who knows how many times. He was given revelations left and right. And in all of this, he knew Christ, not according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. While here John catches a glimpse of Jesus that literally, and I'm going to use the word, floored him because he was on the ground. It says, I, John who also am your brother and companion in tribulation and in the kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was in the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as a trumpet. Notice, he was in the Spirit, saying, I am Omega and Alpha, and I am, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, and what thou seest write in a book, and send it to the seven churches, which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, unto Smyrna, unto Pergamos, unto Thyrea, and unto Sardius, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Verse number 12. And I turned to see the voice that spoke with me. And being turned, I saw seven golden candlesticks. And in the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the foot, and girt about the paps with a golden girdle. Verse 14. His head and his hair were white as wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. Verse 15. 
and his feet were likened to brass as if they burnt in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. Verse 16, And he had in his right hand seven stars, and out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was as the sun shineth in his strength. And when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead. He laid his right hand upon me, saying unto me, Fear not, I am the first and the last. I am he that liveth, was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and death. Notice what John saw. He saw Jesus in a glorified state in heaven. And he saw him in that splendor. His physical body could not handle it. But even in the spirit, when he was there, he wound up on the ground because it was too much. That is the Lamb of God. In Matthew chapter 17, verse 1, the story of James and John and Peter at the Mount of Transfiguration, it says in uh, chapter 17 from verse onward, After six days Jesus taketh Peter and James and John, his brother, and bringeth them up into a high mountain apart. And he was transfigured. The word there that is transfigured basically base, basically is where we would get metamorphosis from, uh, a transformation that happened before them. And his face did shine as the sun. That's what John saw also in the book of Revelation. And his clothing was as white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them <clears throat> Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then answered Peter and said unto Jesus, Lord, is it good for us to be here? If thou wilt, let us make here three tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, one for Elijah. And while he yet spoke, <coughs> behold, a bright cloud <coughs> excuse me, overshadowed them. And a voice out of the cloud said, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were sore afraid. So once again, we see that they knew Jesus in a certain aspect while here on earth. But in heaven, both Paul and Peter, both Paul and John, excuse me, saw Jesus in a different manner. It was still the same Jesus. And even when he appeared to those that were on the road to uh, Emmaus, uh, he appeared unto them in such a way that they couldn't recognize him. So we do not look after the flesh. We do not follow and believe what the eye see, but what the Word of God says. That is our encouragement. Well, consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Join us on Monday when we continue and pick up on this in the book of Second Peter. Until then, the Lord richly bless you. Our redemption draweth near. Amen.